The only thing I'll say, uh, yeah, we are now live, Bruce. There you go. So you can. So I get all them. Have you got one of them clapper things? A happy clapper, you know, one of them. I am a happy clapper. Or kind of. Three, I'm both, three apparently. two, one, live. Now, be honest, you're, you're, <laughs> you're one of the furthest things away from a happy clapper, mate. <laughs> I, well, I get both. So I'm going to go with I'm doing fine, but um, oh, what's going on here? There's a lot of people coming in. Uh, Front door open. Yeah, <laughs> that's me. Yeah, sorry. Well, I don't know. I've I've I bought a new pressure washer, Bruce. Ninety nine quid from Farm Food. So if anybody wants a new um, a new pressure washer, it is an absolute bargain. Get yourself down to Farm Foods. Farm Foods are doing pressure washers. Quid's a bargain. 99 quid for a Karsha, um, Karsha professional um, pressure washer, yeah. Oh, they've Absolutely. had your pants down, mate. No, they've had your 99 quid you... in farm foods. Isn't that just like yeah. a, a shot with a freezer in it? Yeah, and it had that in it. <laughs> Bargain. Fucking cold what, pressure like, washer. Like, like, like Aldi's Middle Isle. Is it like that? Yeah, exactly. Like What was it? It's a Karsha HD 4-8. How do you uh, remember they, that? That they really go for means about, nothing to, to me. 290 quid uh, um, screw fix. Oh, it's knockoff then. No. So why have, you paid, why have you got it for £99 if it's £200? Surely you should have bought surely you should have bought 10 and take the plugged into screw fix. He's probably bought them off you, Bruce. <laughs> oh, yeah, Bruce, haven't you got an iPad to sell? Yes. Yes, I have. Go on then. I see the that's box there. Lovely. Uh, where? Hang on. No, 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 that, no need... that's not a box. You're a bit nosy out here. Yeah, that's not a box. I need to be careful oh, what you can nosy. see. I need to be careful what you can see, actually. I'll just put that down there. No, that's uh, No, they no. Lovely, lovely. Lovely they are. Very nice. iOS 17. Three years well, old. I mean, yeah, I, the, the iOS is, 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 you know, not dependent on what iPad it is. It just comes with it. It runs the it? latest. It, 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 it needs to run the latest. It, oh, surprise goes down, though, mate. Can Why you use an Apple Pencil on it? 80s music. Oh, it was the selling music. I couldn't think of anything else. It sounds like I need to get like a Jody Bar. I needed to get a like a you know a generation game sort of style or you QVC music in the background instead. I've still got my shorts How on. How do Sam? Mark, when the game was that bad, the main topic is Alex's new pressure washer. Thanks, Mark. I knew you'd you'd be you'd be happy. It's a good pressure washer, though. Uh, you know, I'll I'll send a link to everyone if you need it. Farm Foods. There's one in Immingham. Where's the nearest Farm Foods for you, Bruce? Nearest mine's Basingstoke, bloody miles away. What, you see, so you spent like 200 quid in petrol to get your 99 quid pressure washer that you could have ah, the screw fix for? It's got hybrid. So did you go especially to get it? Uh, no, I also went to get something else as well. Some food. Kind of pop. <laughs> Which is usually kind of what pop. you go to farm. <laughs> From farm, farm Foods. How far, how far away is it? Uh, oh, good question. It's about. No, I, don't you, it's I don't need you to Google it. Just, just. I think it's about thirty like, minutes. Thirty minutes, and, and so it's an hour there. I guess they're you know round trip, hour round trip. So you're saying if I go to Jack Fulton's, I might be able to get like a, a leaf blower. I don't know. I don't know if or they're Iceland included. and a lawnmower, something like that. Go to where, Mike? This, Sam, Sam go get one. You'll love it. Jack Fulton's. You've never heard of it? it? Might be Yorkshire thing. Yeah, it is. I I've never heard no, of it. No, I've, I've never heard right. of him. It's basically a rip-off for farm foods, I think. But Sam is doing no. his best. Sam Bevan is doing his absolute best to drag us back onto the football. 
He said, Swindon fans online are saying we are in a false position and one of the best teams they've had at, at their place. I'm not surprised. We're one of the few that hasn't shipped in a load of goals. Uh, Sam, we'll, we'll get on to the football, Sam, when we've spoken about, you know, lawnmowers and... Right, so who needs an iPad and who needs a pressure washer and who needs a print because we've got to sell them as well. They're going all right and we've got loads of stickers in it. I saw Mariner Hoddo putting out a load of stuff yes, last, yesterday. Bruce, I've got to give you some more. Actually, no, you took a load. So did Mike. I think oh, yeah. I um, I got rid of mine on the pub night out, though. I've stuck them all over Yeah, town. that's true. I saw yeah. uh, Dan Marsden has been transferred from uh, the barge to the market tavern. Uh, undisclosed fee, I think. But um, I wonder if he, that was the final straw, having to, you know, peel all of them off from your hijinks, Bruce. That one that I placed on the, as you go into the barge, was was it looked like it was actually part of what was supposed to be there until you look closely and it wasn't. <laughs> no, actually, sorry, no, that wasn't me, by the way. That was uh, Sam Barrick. Oh, that's true. It was Sam. That wasn't Sam was very inebriated. Where's the last place we went to, Bruce? My memory's a bit sketchy because you put like eight in there. Did we go to the Swashy? Ah, that's the place. Yeah, yeah. You took me to the Swashy. I forgot about that. No, you 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 got home by then, I think, aren't you? Yeah, I went to VKH. I did a proper. I tried to relive the early noughties. I went from the barge to VKH and then went home. We we went all the way from home. We went all the way from the cricket club, didn't we, into town just to go to the barge? Because and 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 to be fair, we you you were all well happy to go there, weren't you? It was it was good. And then we then then we got the we got the bus back, didn't we, Mike? (laughs) No, we got a bus into Cleethorpes, and then we got a cab back. Because Sam couldn't quite manage any other form of having to be putting something. They wouldn't put him in a taxi. Sam was done. That bus, that bus though was absolutely. I've never been on a bus that got me from Grimsby to Cleethorpe. So it was what time was it? About half eleven or something, wasn't it? And it was like we got half on the bus. And like two, minutes, two, two minutes later, we were going up Isaac's Hill. It was brilliant, and it was two, two quid or something. Wasn't they kept it? looking at Sam's face, going, "I'm not cleaning this." Yeah, <laughs> driver had his foot down. He'd rather get done for speeding than clean up Sam's puke. Yeah, are we exactly. on? Are we on? Oh, we are. We have been on for a while. Welcome <laughs> everyone to the N35 podcast. Thank you for coming along. I know you know. You know, we could just put on last week's in on repeat and just go from there. But there are some minor differences to this defeat compared to last week's defeat. And we will take you through them in very little detail in a minute. Uh, but thank you for coming along. If you've got any thoughts on it, we've got Barrow on Tuesday night. I couldn't find a Barrow fan. Quell surprise. But um, we do have... Um, maybe we should have got the person on from, you know, the Weatherspoons, Bruce, at, at Barrow. He should have had a... a poly- oh, my God, he's giving him bad memories. Um, I'm going to the, I'm to the toilet. He's off to the toilet. Now. Yeah, he's thinking of yeah, he's thinking of the spoons Jesus. already. It's I, like I, when I you blend, get um... you get hypnotized, and it's like every time somebody says Weatherspoons or Barrow, you're going to just walk off to the toilet. I blame the Weller for that as well. God, no, was, you don't, God, because we, we God, haven't got God, lawyers. God, I was ill. It was it was a bad. One. Do you know what? I, we we would we were organising an event in Barrow because they do uh, the submarine stuff up there. And um, we we were talking about it. I said, that's the only thing I know about Barrow is you don't trust their weather spoons. And they went, yeah, oh, yeah, I remember that. He got shut down for like two weeks. I was shitting and bloody puking for two weeks. I can imagine. But you look a lot God. better for it, Bruce. Thin, svelte, quicker, quicker on the tarmac. I'm not, I'm not sure about that. I mean, I'm in the car. On I mean, that note, should, should we roll titles on that note? <laughs> Right, let's begin this professional podcast by doing the professional thing and running our professional theme tune. Uh, I am Lord. Open wide for some soccer! 
And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! At 1130. I don't think I've ever wanted to be on a stand more than my life around there. They're going crazy. Yeah, they got burnt to hear the fish flying about there. There's no tomorrow. What a magnificent piece of football! A really, really good job! You can't make it straight for that! The theme tune is the best bit of the entire show. After that, it's all downhill. Uh, that's I'm confident in saying that. I think that's the best bit of the entire thing. Welcome along to the DN35 podcast, Town Lost Again. Um, we'll we'll talk about it, I guess. Um, we really want your thoughts on it as well, because, you know, I think it's a little bit different from the defeat, though it didn't make me any less pissed off that we lost. Uh, and I would like to get your thoughts on it as well. You know, there are some people still in the, you know, hearsed out headspace. Uh, and hopefully there are less of them there than there were against Crawley. But uh, it'll be interesting to get your thoughts on it. If you do want him gone, who do you want? Because that's the, always the follow-up question, and that'd be great to hear from you. And if we don't want him to go, why? Because we'd love to get that thought as well. I'm joined by Mike and Bruce. Not, uh, Bruce, did you go? Are you with Maisie's game? No, she's her, her games are uh, 10.30 kickoff, mate, so it's getting hard. It's harder at the minute. Um, I'll try and get to a, I think hopefully going to Stockport. Uh, which is always a good away day. It's just hard to do. 27 quid yesterday for that game. That's ridiculous. I know a, I know a few that didn't go because of that. And it looked uh, a lot it, less, actually. 391, I think it was, away fans yesterday. A lot less than what we usually take there from what I could see on the telly as well. And, you know, who can who can blame it on that price and also in that, this form, I guess. It's um, got a good following, though, isn't it? But it's, yeah, yeah. it's lower. It's less than we would. It's less than we would take, definitely. Evening, Ben. Nice to have you along. Evening, Luke, as well. Evening, Tim. Evening, Andrew. Uh, Luke Clarkson. Let's start this off. He says, I thought we looked quite good in spells yesterday. Tough run of games to start players. Still gelling. Injuries, some lacking form. It's time for calm heads. They'll come good, uncertain. Uh, Mark Walter, who tends to have a different pos- uh, position on that, says two wins in 10 and 12 points thrown away from winning positions. Yesterday was one of our best attacking displays for a while, and we couldn't hit the broadside of barn door with a shotgun from a pace away. Um, so, number of d- different positions. Uh, I was lucky enough to watch most of it. Um, and, yeah, bloody hell. How the hell did we didn't score on a couple of those? I don't, I don't know. And, you know, especially that one where it went to the byline and Clifton had a chance to pull it back to three guys. Pulled it back to, was it, who did he pull it back to, Mike? Who was the one that had the shot? I think he pulled it back to nobody and the defender mucked it up and Rose and Rose just, I I don't know if Rose missed it or the keeper pulled a worldie, but I thought it actually went to the, um, to the defender who mucked it up to be fair. So it didn't go to anybody. Yeah. Cause I was thinking that pass that he made to try and slot them in, in this second, in the second half. So mm. if you looked up, there are three town players there in positions to be able to slot that away. The guy at the far post is, you know, perfect. Well, I think it was, was it Issa at the far post or was it Ganua? Um, I think it was and, and um, you know, that pass didn't have anything like the pace you needed to get it to him. So it wasn't exactly going for him, but it's, um, you know, how, what can Hurst do when he puts them in them sort of situations? That and the Clifton one. Um, 
it wasn't as big a defeat. I was expecting a hammering yesterday. I've got to be entirely honest. Bruce, what were your thoughts? Mike's Mike looks keen. Sorry, Mike, what were you going to say? No, I, you know, the frustrating thing I think I said yesterday is I was really pissed off last week um, for several reasons about, about the game and, and losing and what have you. Uh, and this week, the, the, the frustrating thing is it, it, I wasn't angry. I was just gutted because we went away to a very, very good attacking Swindon team. Uh, not so good defensively, but they they are very, very good at, at getting the ball forward and creating chances. And I think we matched, if not bettered them, in terms of attacking play. Um, definitely at times, but I, I think throughout the balance of the game, I think we had the better chances. Um, and there, there is a there comes a point when you can you can have a go at tactics, you can have a go at how we set up, you can have a go at all sorts of things, but. If professional football players are in those positions we saw on Saturday, they've got to put them away. You know, none of those players that that missed chances yesterday are players that we think are playing above their level. I think they're all League Two players. I don't think there's anybody that's that's um, sort of uh, faking and living at this level. So Danny Rose, Harry Clifton, other people, you've, you've got to be putting those away. And, you know, what, from my point of view, I don't know what more Paul Hurst could have done yesterday. Um I think I don't think we set up particularly negatively. I think we, in the second half, changed a few things which made it harder for them to get up. I think the first half, the midfield was an issue um, and that led to the first goal. Um, and yeah, I think we went toe-to-toe with a really good Swindon side. But, hello? They've all gone. No, no, sorry. I was just pl- uh, fucking about with the camera. <laughs> I think we went toe-to-toe with a really good Swindon side, unbeaten so far this season. And it's disappointing to be coming away with less than we deserved. And on the back of the results we've had and the frustrations we've had, that that sort of makes it even more. But from my point of view, I don't think I think that was better than expected. I don't think it can be a negative in the in the Paul Hurst column. I, I think that was a good performance. It was fine margin. Um, so I'm more disappointed than anything. I was really angry last week, but I just disappointed this week, to be honest with you. Bruce, this is a Swindon team that, you know, have, have scored 26 goals so far this season, the highest goal scorers in the league. Um, we gave them a, we gave a good run against them, didn't we? And what were your overriding thoughts of the game and and, and what came from it? I'll be, excuse me, I'll be honest, I, I, I didn't watch it properly. Um, I had a few beers yesterday by the time the game finished. Um, but we want we wanted we thought that a reasonable return, didn't we? We keep going back to this, but it's relevant. Was twelve to fourteen points from that tricky eight opening opening game of opening run of eight games, and we've now got ten points from ten games. It's not great, is it? It's not. You know, I'm not saying I'm not saying get him gone or anything like that, but it's not it's not great. And how many times can we be unlucky in front of goal? You know, it's. We've signed these players. We're picking these players. I mean, if they're not doing the business, then you know we, we need to shake it up. So I think it's it's not great, and it just when you keep losing games as as we have done in this run, um, it puts more pressure on the next game, doesn't it? You know, Tuesday night, if we're all sort of chuntering away, walking down Grimsby Road, oh, we've missed chances again. You know, it's it's difficult, isn't it? It's not nobody enjoys this sort of run, but. I don't think, you know, I stick by what I said that, you know, my, my thoughts on the manager, and I know you didn't directly ask me about the manager, but uh, till Christmas, it would be, if we're not improving by Christmas, I mean, if we haven't won in another 
five or six games, then that changes. You know, that that's, that changes my my thought process. But I just think, yeah, we need to be better. Uh, it was better yesterday. I agree with Mike. It was better yesterday than last week, and I probably did think we'd get well beaten yesterday, and it was it was okay. But it's another defeat on the back of. You see, the big the big problem is losing at home to Crawley, isn't it? That's taking away that that took it away that that win. Losing at losing at Wrexham and losing at Swindon are not bad results, but when you took a two goal lead away at home, that's another game in between where it's now three defeats in a row when it might have only been the last game that we'd lost. I oh, know, sorry, I think that was before, wasn't it? But you know what I mean? We've, we, it puts, puts pressure on. So it puts pressure now, mm. a heap of pressure onto Tuesday, because if we don't win Tuesday, then we've got Tranmere away. They're, they're, you know, they're doing crap, but. Our record recently at Tranmere is not very good, and it's a, it's an interesting one, isn't it? Where I guess I wonder if there's the question I wanted to ask really before you start to go on with that was has has Hurst stumbled upon something out of desperation yesterday where he finally relented? I think my my main con, con, uh, concern of Hurst has been since he's returned is our strikers always cut quite lonely figures up front, and even with McAtee and Taylor when they were at their very best. It didn't take long before that was, you know, disjointed sort of come Christmas time and then they were struggling to reconnect. Um, did he stumble across something yesterday with Rose and Donovan Wilson up front? And is that what he wants intending to do this season, but hasn't had the opportunity to do since because of injuries? I think only time will tell, won't it? Um, but I was thinking about this before we before we came on and I just don't... A lot of teams play similar formations, don't they now? And it's it's all... I don't think the lower leagues, whether we were spoiled years ago, you, you know, in the... It's really the, boring. The, the, the Buckley team. Yeah, it's no nobody... nobody. What teams would you say come and are, are gung-ho and, and sort of go for it a bit and... Swindon. You know, and, and really sort of are exciting to watch. How many teams... How many teams do we yeah. have? Can you remember the last that... time? Yeah, can you remember the last time we broke and we broke in anger? Like, in terms of everyone sprinting forward. Can you? When was the last time you remember seeing that? Because I would go back to crew, but that was only McAtee or, or you know, whoever the guy that everyone loved on loan that I've now forgotten his name of. Um, that's him. Uh, the bloke who was the Liberal Democrat MP back in the 19th century. Um, um, they, that was just them on the run. No one else bolts with them. I can't remember. You know, Danny Coyne used to do those massive throws over to Macca and then bang, you're away. Everyone's gone. I don't see that here. Or am I just... Oh, sorry, I'm taking over your point. I just... No, no, I, I agree. I, I just don't think lower league football, even the Premier League is, and, I, and I've watched I watched the Championship, I watched the Sheffield Wednesday game the other night, and I mean, they're, they're, they're woeful, aren't they, Wednesday? But, it's you know, hilarious. some of them were quite entertaining. But I, I don't know what League One's like, but the football to watch, in the, to watch football in the conference, I would say, is a lot more entertaining than it is. And I don't, don't, I'm not, I don't want to go back to the conference ever again. But the football is. There are more teams that that play decent football, and I think there are in League Two. And, and this is yeah, this is this league that's got this is this league that's got all this money. You know, they're saying what a strong league it is this year, and I still just don't. It's just turgid a lot of the time, isn't it? And it's just not. It's not. It's not great to watch, and, and I think that's what doesn't help. You know, that's not what doesn't help fans getting on people's backs. You know, when I, you know when we are losing, they were playing one up front. Uh, you know, which is all right. It's probably the same as eighteen teams in the division do, 
But when you lose, you know, fans that remember the old 4-4-2 that everybody used to play, you know, where you've got two wingers airing down the touch lines, trying to sling some balls in the box for your, your big striker and your little striker, or your two little strikers as we used to always play. You know, it, it just... Paul Hurst up front. <laughs> yeah, yeah, diving header. But, uh, but yeah, so, uh, I, yeah, it's meh. That's how I feel about the whole thing at the minute. I, I would like to see him play play two up front. I know we've discussed about it a little bit, and I think that that little little sight of Wilson coming on, you know, great turn, good bit of movement, and a good finish. I, I'd like to see that upside Rose, and you know, Rose Rose is more of a you know provider, I sort sort of think. You know, he doesn't get many goals, but I mean, he's always doing something. He's always turning the ball over or, or creating chances. I think yesterday we did try and get Clifton up up higher like like we've said before that get somebody up alongside rose he was but i don't poor, i don't though, think I he was, i don't think he was good enough i think he had a he had a poor game in terms of um in front of goal in the final third i, I don't i think it's a bit harsh to say he had a poor game overall but i think for what he needs to be doing on the pitch to to warrant being played as that that player trying to get up alongside rose uh he needs to do better so i'd like to see try try it a little bit get rid of that midfielder that's trying to push up a rose and just stick two of them up there. And there's going to be a point of sometimes you're going to get overrunning midfield, just just live with it. Maybe play Conte in there and Houlihan. I don't know why Houlihan's not our sort of, other than Conte, I don't know why Houlihan's not the second name on the team sheet in midfield because I think we're a lot better with him recently. Um, and I'd be interested to know why he didn't play yesterday. I think he just brings an element of calm, experience on the ball and out of possession as well. I think yesterday we looked really... For, for everything they did well on the ball, Andrews, Hunt uh, and Clifton, we just looked like we were a little bit short of a bit of experience and a bit of bite in there. Um, and I think first half, definitely, that's where the battle was lost. Second half, some changes, and it didn't didn't really uh, manufacture itself from a Swindon perspective as well as it had they sat back a little bit more and hit us on the break. But I'd like to see, just put two decent midfielders in there, your job there, get hold of the ball, break down the attacks and have four attackers, two wide, two up front, and just see what happens, um, because definitely something needs to change. You can't just keep going this way. Um, we're creating chances. That's not a problem. You know, it's finishing them. So stick another body in the box. You know, just there's another person to hit and see what so, happens. So Jack Griffin says, I'm still Hurst out and placing with someone with a good record in League 2. Jack, you are more than welcome to be Hurst out on this show, but you need to show your workings. Who is this good person you would, you know, in League 2 to replace him with? If if he went tomorrow, you know, Shrewsbury came knocking. I would quite like the guy at Gateshead, Mike Williamson, because I think he's doing a great mm. job and they're playing some beautiful stuff. And I'd quite like him to come here. Conte knows him quite well, you know, so, you know, it'd be a, a useful one. Um, Mike? Oh, I was just going to say I, that. I thought he was moving on. All I was going to say is I understand the mm. Hurst out now. I understand it. I don't agree with it, but I understand it. The point I and others make is it wasn't as valid 10 games ago when some people were still as still as hearsed out after one game or before any games. It isn't. It wasn't valid at the end of last season or in pre-season. That's the difference. At the minute, so, I understand there's legitimate concerns. That's fine. But there always does seem to be a, 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 a section. Depends. Doesn't matter how we've done on the pitch. There is always that argument. Even when we came up, there was still that argument. Right, so Mark Walter says we have the same problem when we attack and when we defend. We play like eight-year-olds and all clump in the same spot. I don't agree with that, Mark. Sorry, mate. Uh, when we attack, we're in one clump, set uh, set pieces, one clump. I think our set pieces are poor. I agree with that. 
defend or clump near the boy. I, again, I don't think that's our problem. Our, our, the first goal we conceded yesterday was because they split our centre arms. Rogers uh, failed to win the header and then was pulled out of position and they he filled that spot. I don't think it was about clumping together. Uh, Mark Laws says, uh, not good enough. Questions need to be asked. What questions would you like asked, Mark? Uh, feel free to throw them in. Uh, Andrew Nile says, "Where? Why? Uh, why did we not start with Hollahan? I agree. You know, Hurst goes for a small squad, and then you know the onus of responsibility when we get a lot of injuries is on him for having a small squad, is it not? You know, he can't you know complain about the injury front when you know he's the one that hasn't provided the backup with the team that we've currently got. Am I am I wrong there, gents? No, no, you're dead right. We and we said no, this. No, he's, uh, he's, he spends his, he spends day. his budget." He spends his budget and he's had the whole summer that we asked for, that everyone asked for. So, yeah. no, no, the, the, the squad and stuff like that. But I think what Marco was saying is, you know, it, it's he's not when he says questions need to be asked, he means about the, you know, about what we're, what's been delivered, doesn't he, at the minute? I'm just looking at the league table. Tuesday looks like a thriller. Um, we've got the same problem. We talked about this last year, didn't we? And I don't care where the problem comes from. We've scored 12 goals in 10 games. Yeah. You're not gonna, you know, if you can't. And the, you can't and keep... How many of them have been screamers? So it's four, not even like it's the... three or four. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh yeah. How many? Yeah, how, yeah. how many goals? Have, how many goals have we have we created through the team rather than an individual piece of, of brilliance? Probably half a dozen, seven. Yeah. You know, something that's... like that in 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 ten games, and and that's that's a problem, and it's a problem we had last season. I. Agree. Well, what Mike was saying about Wilson, you know, we've been begging, hoping for him to come back, but we yesterday that was that was a really nice nice turn to wriggle away and, and a nice finish. Um, but we can't pin. You know, he's one of those players that's got better when he's been out of the team. We we all th- I, I thought he did he did look good in pre season, but we've all been pinning our hopes on him getting fully fit for about three weeks, haven't we? <laughs> yeah. You know, when Wilson when Wilson's back, will we'll, you watch us charge up the table? You know, it's it's it, it does look does look good, and it's unfortunate that we've got these injuries, but everybody gets injuries. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's it's we're not scoring we're not scoring enough goals again. You know, and if you've got a twenty seven year old professional footballer, well, look how many players to, have, can yeah. you train him at twenty seven to finish better? Well, look I don't, at I... look at look at Bradford. How many players they had injured when we played them? They had loads mm. of them. Andy Cook was mm. out. You know, if we had the same. It, Thing we'd have been, yeah, well, points decent, isn't it? If we concede the first goal in a game, do you Done. think we've got a good chance of winning it? No, not a chance. Not we a got chance. one goal yesterday, you know, and, and yes, we were unlucky, but at the end of the day, we got one goal. Well, I don't know, Gus. I, I do think, you know, I do think when that's one nil just before they score, I think if if we finish better, and I won't make the point again, but if we finish better, we're drawing, we're winning that game easily and with the Wilson point I don't know if it's a building him up to be better than what it is I think it's get somebody else up there that can create a different problem he's got a bit of pace a bit of physicality as well can give defenders something else to think about at the minute all they've got the two centre halves or three if they're playing three centre halves is Danny Rose to worry about you know so get somebody else up there get somebody else in the box you know so two centre halves aren't marking one centre forward you know and give them something else might not necessarily fall to Wilson, might fall to Issa or somebody else, but give them something else to think about and try something new. And I think two up top, without without any proper number 10, because we don't have one, I think we have to go two up top and have a look at it just, just to do something different. Because we're creating the chances, we're not scoring them. So stick somebody else Jeez. in there and see where that works. And do, you think, do you think we'll do that on Tuesday then? 
No. I hope he does. I don't think he will, but I hope he does. I think he's so getting to that so point he's, now. So yeah. he's not doing what we he's not doing what what the majority needs of fans to be done. want then. Yeah, but he, he, I will also concede he knows a bit more than football about than me. But um, I can I can I say that. something about this? Because if, for example, so I'm, we've we've never done coaching badges, we've never done that. But I think we have more than a passing interest in football, and you know this is exceptionally arrogant. But for say, for example, if you wanted to talk to someone about cars in your group of circles, you would go to the person that has a, you know a passing interest in cars. If someone has said, look, he's been you know watching formula one since for 25 years he's you know been down the mechanics and stuff you know you've got a, he's a little bit more knowledge than the the, the sundry and, you know, people aren't idiots they know what they're they're watching in- yeah i didn't really mean i i didn't really mean it like no that. no so i'm like, it's a more of another point really but, but also in the club as well so he knows more about like how fit he is how yeah, you know how, that's sort of what i mean but yeah yeah I no, think I, 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 it's silly. It just comes down to the point. When we praise a player, we don't get criticized. We go, actually, you guys don't know what you're talking about. You're not professional. You have no idea. But when we're criticizing them, that's when we don't know what we're talking about. It's not the other way around. Bruce, sorry, what were you going to say? I think I think the thing, my, my point really was that historically, when the, the, the tipping point for a manager comes, when <laughs> the, major, the majority of the fan base disagree with what they're, what they're doing, what they're trying to do, what the what the that's that's tends to be when the tipping point comes. If you've got at the moment, you've got a, a, a group of you know disconvert you know people. They've got you've got people that are unhappy, and I think you said you said earlier, Mike, about about the uh, about the the fact that people are sort of the hearsed out. And yes, there are there are three, four, five, ten accounts who were hearsed out at the start of the season. They're always hearsed out. I don't pay any attention to those accounts. That they're they're not they're not they're not, people, very, they're not of any relevance to me. But at the moment, there are names putting themselves to posts that are that there is a there is a, there is a still a relatively small, but a growing number of people who are dissatisfied at the moment, and we need to turn that round, or else that's just gonna that's gonna keep mounting up, isn't it? Even, yeah, I, even I, amongst I, the even amongst the people that you would consider have got a fair assessment. And come from a middle ground rather than coming from coming from he cupped his ear at me, so I don't like him. Yeah, no, I think it's I think it's legitimate now. As as I've said, you know, I'm not I'm not going to say somebody's ridiculous now because I think it, I disagree, but I think you can make a reasoned argument that that that, that could be something you think about. Um, you know, it just I, I I always go back to I try and go back to what what I think before a season, and I said to to you guys. November, see how things are going and then reach a conclusion. And, you know, I just think it's, you know, if you said that and that's the decision you've made or, or you've got to really stick to that. So I'm thinking, you know, end of October, November, I'll see where we are. If we lose like four games on the bounce now, then maybe that comes sooner. But, you know, I, I, I did say sort of November time, see how things are. So I don't see how you can go back on that if that's your opinion at the start of the season. Unless I'm things not trying are to go terrible. Back. They're bad. I'm not trying to go back on that. No, no, I know. No, I, no, I, I, I agree with that. As it as it happens, I agree with you. I, I I said at the start of the season, if we don't look like we're making progress by Christmas, then you know he's been here. For, he's been here for a few years now. But at the moment, uh, you know the pressure's growing to turn it round because we're not in a good place at the moment. And that there's only there's only him and his players that can do that. We can support them, uh, you know, and hopefully people will do that on on Tuesday and and moving forward. But but with every game that you struggle, the, the pressure grows. Um, I don't think for what it for what it matters. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon, unless 
unless the results meant that the board could do nothing other than that. We've seen from the conference season, you know, that that they were, you know, the board were more sensible than most of us were with that that awful run in October, November time, whenever it was. Um, I, and uh, I think, yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere yeah. anytime sooner. I think the only time they'll make a decision, I think I've, I've said this already, but I think that if they act, if they were to act decisively and swiftly, it would be because of the atmosphere behind the scenes rather than the results on the pitch. I think that's what would sway them to make a decision rather than we've lost 10 games in a row, which unfortunately for us, Hurst has a tendency to not be able to turn bad form around. He is terrible at, you know, averting that form. He's been very lucky. He's had patient owners that are allowing him to do that. Anyway, let's rattle through some of these messages because we've got loads of them. Thank you very much from everyone. HC Stormer says, I've never, wa- I've never wanted to cry so much after a game after Sunday. Oh, come on. There's loads of them under Holloway. You know, I can give, I can name at least six. Uh, I really don't think the performance was that bad, but there's just something so frustrating with watching town at the moment. I agree with that. Tim Hubbard says, how can Hurst ensure the players take their chances? As Alex says, they're professionals. uh, So the onus is on them once on the field to play, to do the basics. HC Stormer says mid, midfield uh, is very fragile with Hunt and Andrews. And I've got a big question mark of Hunt. You've bought a guy in on a three-year contract. He's nearly halfway through it. And what have we had to achieve? Because we paid a we paid a fee for him, and you know he's Terry Taylor at the moment. With all you know, no disrespect to Terry Taylor, I guess. Uh, Simon Hodson says the mood in the car home was more that we had done enough to win the game, and we're disappointed that we didn't take a point. Not the end of the world, and there are signs that things will turn around. I really hope so, Simon. I really do. Ben says starting to lean towards the Hurst out crowd. Or oh, if Ben's going. Uh, when Hurst went attacking yesterday, we scored almost instantly. Uh, he's like, whoa, do you, do you think he's going to change his tactics? A lot of people saying he's looking stressed. I hope he is looking stressed. He should feel a bit of pressure because it's. I don't think he's been in a better way. He's not had an opportunity to be better prepared and with better f- both finances and resources available to him than he has since he was Shrewsbury manager. There's very few football managers in lower leagues of football from League One downwards that are going to have a better set of circumstances, a better environment and a better ownership to achieve. And didn't so we say... He has to be under Sorry, pressure mate. because no, no, there's going to be no managers that are going to have those tools at their disposal. Didn't we say didn't we say in the summer, at the start of the season, how relaxed and refreshed he looked? I'm yeah. sure we did. You know, we look, in, in interviews, up until very recently, he's yeah. looked... And, that, and that's natural because, obviously, he's... he's so, you know, he's, he's had a, like you say, he's had a really nice working environment. He's got a lot of the things that he's asked for. And, um, you know, when he's, it, we're in a difficult place and, and he's got to step up to the plate with his team and with his backroom staff and, and get us out of it, hasn't he? And uh, hopefully, and and says, hopefully he will, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing. I don't, I think Mike is a point. There are some Hurst out people that are to a point now where they go, I don't care if town succeed or not. I just want him gone. Like, I would much prefer to succeed under Hurst than without him. Uh, ben says, uh, Aussie scoring two in a row, two, and against us, I was there. What a surprise. Um, Mark was asking if Conte was suspended. Yes, he was. Fifth booking. Uh, he um, A wonderful fact that came out, only one player more in the top five divisions in European football has made more successful tackles per game than Conte, uh, which... Um, says that nobody else in the midfield is picking up the slack if you want to be negative. Um, Gav said, uh, uh, H.C. Summer says, Gav is incredible, has it all, even out jumps six foot three centimetres. I agree with you to a point, mate, but if Gav has a bad game, we have the team have a bad game. So, you, you know, 
he's not always consi- a consistent performer but when he's on his top he is mark agrees with me so we're all screwed because i also agreed to get holloway in um about getting the guy from gateshead ben says do you think the new owners will make a change uh well, i think we've probably discussed that uh ollie says why is it either hurston or house can't i just be happy with the manager but want improvements exactly Ollie. i think that's where the majority of people are richard says i don't think if we uh, i don't think if we remain sufficiently above the bottom three they will, they will change him the board will believe in the longer term backing and take hurston to next season two i think bottom three i'm not sure um and then uh there are even more guys you are on it today uh, Stephen Page says four four two has to be the formation going forward. Uh, uh, two strikers up front, Stephen, and then he can do whatever else he wants with it because I think that's the way to go. Uh, if we lose up to Exmouth, Hurst will buy in transfer market. Is that okay? Board will back him. I think they will, Richard. Uh, and Ollie says, is that Bruce's knee or is he excited to see me? Uh, I assume he's got in his knee. There we go. That it's is a question we've all been thinking. That is the girth of his penis. That's the question I was it's thinking. I'll stay at his house. Is it his knee or? Uh, and then GTFC match review came in on Twitter says the first five games, I was really hopeful for challenging for the playoffs. The last five games, I would be happy with mid table losing Mar has been massive. Rogers doesn't look the same without him. He looks lost. We need a system, uh, need a system change and an easier run of fixtures. I mean, easier than Bruce. Yes. Person with the, can, I say, can, the I, say some, can I say something positive? Yeah, go ahead. It's yes, very early in the season. Say. Points off six. Sorry, go again. I was being funny and removing positivity. Say your thing again. Funny. I said, it is very early in the season. We are seven points off sixth. How many are we, we off? We, 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 win, we win a couple of games very quickly and you're still going to move and you're going to move back up the table very quickly. So there you go. That was That's positive. True. Can I just jump we in on a negative four thing? four points off. Oh, Mike. Well, it's not. It's not negative. Yeah, it's not I, I think negative. it relates to the to the Ma point, and, and I I think over the last couple of games. Yeah, you can still hear me. I can't hear anything else, guys. It's been weird. You're gonna have to can chat. Can you chat hear me, amongst Bruce? yourselves? Bruce, can you hear me? Yes, Mike, I can hear you. All right. Well, I'll, I'll talk some shit again. Right, you ca- you um, carry on. Yeah. So I think the point about the center house is good. I think you know. I think we've we've definitely looked weaker. I'm now back. Now, isn't Good, thank you. Oh, just uh, I think we, wanker, wanker then as well. I think we I look see we that look, <laughs> we look loads better when Mars in the team, and we look at, at, at sea sometimes when he's not. And I've said this before. I, I am I am starting to think that Waterfall is becoming a bit of a liability with the way we want to play at times. I can't. The times he's played, he's he's always got an error in him, or just doesn't look comfortable. Looks like he's never had a football at his feet before. And I don't know if it's time to, in the next window, we really need to improve with centre-backs because if Mar gets injured, it's either Malarkey and Rodgers or Waterfall and Rodgers. And I think we're wanting to play with the ball. We want to play higher up, more space in behind. And I think that's that's causing Waterfall a bit of a problem. Thanks, mate. No worries. <laughs> The yawn halfway through just, just did me. Sorry, sense. no, it's not you. It's entirely unrelated. <laughs> it's not I've you. It's my me. Pressure Russia. Yeah, it's, it, no, it's, it is you. It's not me. Um, <laughs> I don't agree with this. Norman Douglas says, I agree with Bruce talking sense. No, I'm not having it. He don't talk sense unless he's talking yeah, about some hist- something that happened in 1965. He was probably talking about paying 99 quid for a pressure washer. That's that's the only sense I've heard him 99 talk, quid for a pressure washer is a bargain. A car oh, that's not, that's one. <laughs> No, let's go back there. Anyone who hasn't missed farm foods, 99 quid for a pressure washer, absolute bargain. 
and Bruce is selling an iPad. He's not showing. Are we, are we, are we, have we done it 40 minutes? Is that it? How many, we, um, how many laptops have you got left, Bruce? Uh, uh, one. One. Oh, my word. That's not bad. Yeah, God. that's exciting. Inland Revenue have got nothing on you, have they? No, not I, only they go in the... I only that's had one brilliant. in the first place. Did you? So you haven't sold any? <laughs> no, I've only got, I've got one. I've got one left. Um, do you know what? Barrow will beat them. We'll beat Tramir. That's six points and we're on our way. Tramir have got Nigel Adkins, so it'd be quite entertaining to beat him. Who's um who's next? I'd love there? it if we beat them. Barrow's next uh, at home. And uh, after ba- Barrow, Barrow, Tranmere, and then on the twenty first, uh oh, oh twentieth, here we go. Uh, One moment, ladies and gentlemen. We're looking at the fixtures. That must be a Tuesday. Hang on, twenty fourth. When we got Bradford in the tin pot. Oh, Colchester! Oh, Colchester have gone above us now, and they're dog shit. I'm not happy about that. That that is that is a negative. And they played a game less than us. Barrow, Tramere, Accrington, Stockport is going to be difficult, and then Colchester and Doncaster and Morecambe. Up until November, and even Forest Green and Sutton, actually. So you got to the 28th of November when we play MK Dons. We've got one game what I think we can't we can't realistically go into that expecting to win. And that's my point. I'd like a more representative. I don't want to say we've had tough games, but I think we have. I don't want to use that as an excuse. But I'd like a more representative part of the part of the season to draw conclusions on Hurst, the team, the investment, all these different types of things. So I think the fixtures you've just outlaid, that's if it's still like this, then then that's when I sort of will probably change my opinion. John Lewis has come back with a great thing. I think we're really missing Smith at the back. We absolutely do miss Smith. Um, and one what, thing R- that me, I... Yeah, yeah, Richard Smith, yeah. <laughs> David. Um, yeah. Um, I can't think of any else. Um, can we make a back for, what, make a back for us, Smith? <laughs> Richard, David and uh, Andy. Is there Andy. any others? Yeah, we need, we need a right back, don't we? Yeah, well, that's true. Anyway, we're struggling. <laughs> sorry, 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 you were making a sensible point. I, I do apologize. No, I wasn't because it was the the comp point I made this morning on the WhatsApp group. Josh Emmanuel has still not found a club. Is he not a better, you know, a better fake left back than Michel Fete? I will say, I'm a very firm critic of Fete. I think he did really well yesterday on the wrong side. In Good. fairness, there to you him. go, Mike. Sam's not go. here. Can't hear it. Because yeah. Sam's Sam's somewhere in Manchester building a railway line. I just thought I better. Do the They've bit sent for the him fan club. Oh, he's at his party conference season, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. forgot about that. What does he get to go to that? Yeah, I don't think. Know. I don't think. It, I don't think it's something like. Oh, he gets to go. To, I don't think it's something to enjoy. It's a pain in the ass. That <laughs> oh, place, you, it, so, so basically, they're all going to be in some posh snooty hotels, aren't they? And he'll be in a hostel. Not a posh snooty hotel. It'll be like a freaking hill. It'll be like a Hilton. It won't be that good. They are boring. <laughs> Sorry. What Tories or the conferences? Just the Sam, conferences. Any Sam. of them. It doesn't matter which one's on. Unless it's the legalised legalized marijuana party. That's the only one that would probably be half decent. <laughs> I imagine the SNP one does good shortbread. <laughs> God. I, I, Karen, I, 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 need to, I need to think about that for a second then. Sorry. Uh, ben says, just don't see us winning any games at the minute. Every team has sussed us out. I'm definitely overreactive, but really worried. Don't worry, Ben. I think we'll be fine. Um, 
I think we've got, you know, we've got, you know, Vernon out. We've got, you know, who else is out? There's loads of people. Vernon, Green, um, Corey's out. Um, we've got loads of players just coming back as well. You know, Pike, Khan, um, Ganoa's not had a preseason. It's probably a little bit Khan. more fresh now. Yeah, you know, there is there is there is quite a list of players we've not had or are now coming back. You know, Wilson. So at some point we only had one fit striker and two fit wingers. Mike has asked a very sensible question from uh, the podcast. He's saying, are we doing Scunny? Uh, We did do an interview with Matt Ellis before this, who runs the Iron Brew podcast, who's given us a rundown. But it has been a hell of a week down the other end of the thing. Bruce, apart from everyone who's a town fan, who else saw it coming? You got any thoughts on it? Everybody. I mean, he was... uh... Yeah, it's crap. I feel, so, I feel sorry for the fans. Button. Sorry, I'm getting my mute button ready for any libelous stuff. No, no, <laughs> I, I feel sorry for the. I feel a bit sorry for the fans because they're they're just fans of a football club, aren't they? I mean, it's a it's a shit show, and with them going to Gainsborough or not or whatever, it just I don't see I don't see a way out of it really. Now, I mean, who's going to come in? You know, the, the people had long enough to come in. It took them long enough to get rid of. Um, what's his face in the first place, didn't it? You know, and and get in a swan, sorry, and get you know and get somebody else to take it on. They had those other local people that came in and had a bit of a go at buying it, didn't they? Who's gonna Who's gonna take it on? I just can't. Mm. I just can't see it. It's. It, it, I feel sorry for them. I still hate the club, but I feel sorry for them. No, Mark, we don't want them here. Uh, Mark says support our amnesty for Scully fans wanting to jump ship. No, not welcome. That uh, own I, club. You know, I I know we're a town podcast and things, and you know there are local rivals. But I do think some things are important, not just for football, but also for wider communities. And I think what we've seen go on down the road is is an endemic problem that we've got in football. And but you know, but for the grace of God, that could have been us. You know, there was times we were inviting people with ill repute into the football club. You know, so sometimes we need to think about that. And you know, if you look outside of the football and rivalry, and as as Bruce Bruce has said, it's still Scunthorpe on the pitch. I ate him. Off the pitch, they're, they're neighbours, you know, they live down the road. These are real people with real bills. And I think the fact that you see this so often, that football clubs are allowed to be put in this position and threaten livelihoods and also threaten, you know, part of the community. These are not just football clubs. They're they're community assets, you know. If Grimsby Town Football Club dies, a part of me dies, you know, and a part of all of us die, you know. And the fact that this can be allowed to happen is is an endemic problem in football, that, that it's just not... It's just not managed the way it should be. You see it up and down the country. And the fact that people like this are allowed to get inside in charge of football clubs and, and do this to communities and, and rip the soul out of them or potentially rip the soul out of them, it's just it's just criminal. And, you know, it is scunthought, but when you look at it in the light of day, these these are football clubs that every town needs because they, they, a, a working-class northern town needs a football club more than anything because there's not much else sometimes in our towns. And it pains me to see what we've seen down there. And I think I think the fundraising efforts they've done are great. And from my point of view, it's very much hostilities pause until they sort their shit out. And then I'll laugh at them for being in a pub league. But I just, something needs to be done. And, you know, what, what's happened, there's been barely any coverage. You know, I've listened to talks, but they talk about Sheffield Wednesday, you know, having issues with an owner for 30 minutes. But they don't talk about the absolute nonsense that goes on at South End or goes on, it went on at Berry or goes on at Scunthorpe. And you just... Some people don't care and they need to be shown that everybody needs to care about local football clubs because if that dies, a part of the town dies. 
Uh, Andrew Neil uh, and Niles comes back with a uh, riposte saying, I worked in Scunthorpe, they're not real people. Uh, yeah, well, they are. Uh, you see, my, my, my mum lives in Scunthorpe, you know, she, friends that go there, go there every week. You think, my mum's got friends who, who's got kids that go to the game. You see, you take that football club away from the kid, what's the kid going to grow up? You know, what well, can I put, can, put, can I put a counterpoint to you, Mike? Because it says, because I'm very cynical about Scunthorpe United and I hope they, they, they come through this, but the fans do take an, a, por- a portion of the blame. We've seen, you know, yeah, the way they've been able to splinter themselves. I mean, it's a little bit different to our situation, but the second Alex May was announced to be coming and he's a convicted fraudster, I don't think there was any right-minded town fan who wanted him here. And that can't be said about those up the road. And I know it's a little bit different because it was found out afterwards, but if anything, that makes it worse because he lied to the fan base and he didn't tell them the truth. And at least at the worst, he omitted the truth and didn't tell them about that situation. And I think Scunny fans who have been, you know, that I don't think their trust has been particularly vocal. I don't think they've been for the fans. And I think after the dust settles, there needs to be a real, um, you know, inquest by Scunny fans into exactly whether or not the people who lead that trust have the right frame of mind to do it and to continue with it because they should be the ones that are 100% at the front being a rallying call for it. And I think there are a lot of Scunny fans as well who need to take a long, hard look at themselves and whether in this, you know, the stark reality of the in the future, whether they feel they had the best interest and they can say they did what they needed to to make that club survive. And I've been really surprised in how they've done it as a fan base. And it's great to see now that they're starting to pull the right way. But, um, you know, they also lost to Buxton, which was fucking hilarious. I think we, um, we did we did cover that with Matt, didn't we, about that? And I think to one of the comments John Lewis has put in the chat about that, I think, I think so, a lot of them were. I, I think it has been a bit of a broken broken fan base. I don't think many week. did. No, I don't think I, I disagree. No, not enough. That's think... that, Not enough. I'm saying some did, but, you know, not enough. And that, as you say, when the dust settles, they need to look at themselves and say, how has that, how has that been allowed to happen? And we did talk about Matt, and I, I think the consensus was they thought it's some, anybody else but Swan. And from our point of view, if Jason and Andrew weren't so good, but it was somebody different than Fenty, would we maybe be more susceptible to that? I don't know. I don't know either. Sorry, I'm just trying to find it. Bruce, have you got anything to add on the game or anything else you would like to talk about before we get off? I'd like us to win on Tuesday, please. Really? Is that it? Yeah. Just a good. What do you, will, like you, to... will you take a scrappy one nil, or do you need us to absolutely hammer them? You know, there should be. Shall we get a new flag that says "For Vengeance Against Weatherspoons" or something? They haven't got Billy Waters anymore, have they? No, he doesn't play for anyone. No, I'd love um, him. So that's that's good. That's good that he's not there. Um, no, yeah, I just we need to win. We need to win, but I need to be entertained at games as well. I agree. We all do. And, you know, the sooner it comes, the better, because, you know, it does feel like that feel good factor is ebbing away and it's very hard to recreate it when it's gone, isn't it? Yeah, I think I I think we'd all we'd all love to be entertained. I think at the minute, I think we'd take a scrappy one nil on Tuesday and move on to the weekend. I think we'd all take that if we was offered it. Yeah, yeah. Four nil. I want four nil. Four oh, nil or some, or something to us, yeah. Next weekend, to three us, yeah. nil. Yeah, yeah, three nil. And I want someone to yeah. pretend to defecate into a toilet in front of Barrow fans just to show them um, the the suffering that Bruce and everybody else had. 
What, 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 I say, what I was going to say, though, uh, they've scored 11 goals and we've scored 12. Oh, both teams to nil, score. Nil, That's a hell nil, of a nil, bet. 1-1, 1-0. 0-0 all doesn't over look, it. It, doesn't look like, it, doesn't look, it doesn't look like it's going to be a 5-4. Can I just also say the ref was shit on Saturday? There was a penalty before Clifton's miss. He should have sent that bloke off. That's the second one we've had this year when they should have had a red for... Do they not know what fucking last man means, Bruce? What's going on? They ain't got a clue. They have not got a clue. I did think there was... I, I don't want to moan about the ref, but well, we will do anyway. I, I did think there was a couple early on where we won the ball up up, up yeah, really high and, and, he, and he gave a free kick. And I'm thinking, you know, early in the game, we've won the ball. Harry's won the ball early, uh, high up the pitch. You know, we could get get one goal from that. You know, one nil up early doors, different game, and I was frustrated with that because they were they were great challenges. Oh yeah, absolutely right. Thank you very much for all listening. We're going to leave you with Matt Ellis, myself, and Mike, and Bruce joined at the end as well um, to um, to have a quick chat about what's going on at Scully to get his uh, his perspective. Um, there is a crowdfunder page for them if you want to put some cash in to pay for the uh, staff who haven't been paid this year we'll put it in the, the links for the, the podcast and we'll put it on social media as well um, buy a print as well buy some stickers, we've got a load more on there as well so you know, feel free, buy Bruce's uh, laptop and iPad as well um, and uh, you know, we'll be all got golden and we can all buy our kids things for Christmas, uh, Mike doesn't have anything to sell about from himself just my right? soul to the highest bidder. My soul is available like Sam's will be to soon. your soul to the highest bidder. Right. See you all later. Have a nice day. Gents, I will see you next week. We don't do the, you know, the whole thing. I'll have a chat on WhatsApp and we shall see you soon. See you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Evening, everybody. Uh, we're just going to uh, do a quick preview to show that we actually do some preparation every now and then. Uh, Matt has braved the uh, journey across to the lighter and better side of the M180 um to join us to give us a quick update on what's currently going on down the road uh i know most of you are pretty much aware but matt has been pretty much embroiled in it since the start of this week uh initially banned by the club uh and has since uh you know done quite a few media appearances and is now also uh head hunt heading up not headhunting uh the um the new crowdfunder which is out there that you can donate to to make sure that uh, the staff anyway I, I, one of the questions last Matt actually um to uh to make sure that they get paid because they haven't been paid this this month as well so Matt welcome to the dm35 podcast uh pleasure to have you along this is a a rarity shall we say <laughs> uh yeah I mean th- this must be the first time a school talk fans been on your podcast right it must be I I think the last time we were all in the league together, I don't think podcasts existed. But um, uh, oh, <laughs> in terms, oh. <laughs> oh, mate. well, it, well, we were all about to, you know, COVID was not a thing at least. Um, so, I mean, I guess the question is: is the crowdfunder is what currently about sixty-seven thousand pounds, which is an incredible amount um, from you know all around the world. Um, is that just for the staff or? Are the players covered by the PFA? Because I've heard contrasting reports on that. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, well, uh, I think we're up to 60,767 as, as we record this. Um, yeah, like it, it's it's very much kind of a little bit of a grey area at the moment. Um, and I think the, the PFA are obviously um, in contact with the club and they're in contact with the players. And, and there's some work being done there. Um, we're not sure uh, on that much detail of that at the moment. However, you know, originally we, we, we definitely set out to make sure that we could cover the wages of um, the non-playing staff, 
um, and then stretch into the coaches and even Jimmy Dean as well, who's not been paid since August. Um, wow. So that was the initial thing. And then obviously, you know, uh, when, when we look at kind of players' wages, it's a little bit of a different kettle of fish just because of the sizes of the wages that obviously they're on and, and things like that. So, but yeah, the, the initial the initial thing was to try and safeguard um, people's mortgages, people's bills, and for them to be able to put sort of food on the table for the families. And I guess the question is, I mean, this is phenomenal at the moment, but there's, there's no real, you know, end in sight, really. You don't know exactly how 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 much of this will might need to stretch for, for staff that are going to go into Christmas, maybe without, a, you know, a guaranteed income. Yeah, that's the immediate worry. Um, I, I am very reliably informed that there is work going on behind the scenes now to try and save the club in terms of a local consortium. Um, I'm not sure how far along that is and, and and we don't have that many details because it's obviously a very fluid situation um but obviously the hope is that somebody does come in and buy the club in 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 in, a, in good time um to be able to kind of maybe prevent things like administration but also as you said you know to kind of secure the wages going uh going forward because obviously there's only so much we can do to raise money at, at the end of the day and um, there's going to have to be some some kind of uh, you know, serious monetary intervention to kind of secure the wages going forward. And I guess, um, evening, Mike. Um, uh, and I guess the question is, if there's something going on currently with the local consortium, it, has Hilton or whatever his name is um, got to a point now where he's just handed the keys back to you guys and just said, you know, I'm washing my hands of it and the only thing I'll have is a communication with the people that want to, you know, pay for, pay for what I effectively, I guess, is a badge and a few people on a staff roster. Yeah, it? It, it is. Yeah, it's, it's a weird one because uh, obviously Hilton announced that he was going to um, step away, that we were going to Gainsborough, that it was withdrawing funding and that the club was up for sale in a collection of different um, announcements officially and unofficially through Facebook. Um, uh, he was still engaging with fans on Facebook um, relatively recently until people started asking him if they could get a refund for their season tickets and a refund for the 1899 membership or whatever the hell it's called now. Um, and then he sort of quite quickly disappeared after that, um, <clears throat> which is obviously frustrating for people who, who would like a refund. Um, so, yeah, we're not really sure that this, the club is still being run day to day. I know Lee Turnbull's still there. He's the chief operating officer. He's, he's obviously kind of... Uh, very, very uh, well connected with Scunthorpe, being around in, in certain different guises over the years. I know he's working at the moment um, to try and sort of steady the ship and things like that. And he, he released a um, um, <clears throat> he released a statement, uh, I believe it was yesterday. Yeah, just saying thank you to everybody who's who's kind of contributed to the crowdfunder and and thank you to, to obviously uh, ourselves, Iron Brew, and also the Iron Hour as well for kind of getting that together. So there were two directors as well that left at the start of the week. Am I right? Were they, what were their roles within the club? Cause that seemed to, you know, one of the many reasons aside from, you know, banning yourselves, but that's not, I mean, you know, our, our old former chairman never went, you know, never had a problem with banning Humberside and alike whenever he felt <laughs> like it. So yeah. um, what were those two directors roles and were they significant in this sort of, you know, I guess what we could snowball in of the, of, of, of the situation over the week? 
I think so. I mean, obviously, early in the week, the, the banner orders came out Monday morning, and then I assumed there was probably some disquiet from the board, as you'd expect, to just be say, say to him, you know, what's going on here? <laughs> Surely we can't just ban fans out of that on a whim. Um, but yeah, we, we lost a couple of board members. Uh, one of them, I believe, was a solicitor who was involved in um, the, the case um, against Peter Swan when it went to the court in Leeds um, a few weeks ago. Um, she she's left, and, and uh, I think there's another director being left. It's, it's difficult to say past that what they actually have been doing because they've only been there for a very short space of time. Um, you can look in Company's House; the, the sort of some have arrived and, and gone as fast as uh, before the doors closed behind them, really. So yeah, um, yeah, <clears throat> uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, go ahead. Mike's got a question. Yes, the the guy at the back. <laughs> Hi, Matt. How you doing, mate? You're right. Hi, mate. Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not bad. I mean, firstly, just just massive, massive well done for you know everybody chipping in that that fundraising thing is is uh, is quite exceptional. So um, I'm sure we will signpost anybody that hasn't seen that where they can get to that. We put our eighty quid in. Yeah, we technically own. I think it's a percentage point now, isn't it, or something? I've already got I've already got a chat with the man at Jimmy Dean about the performance at Buxton. <laughs> um, but but I have a I have a question. I mean, watching from afar. Um, and sort of how the fans have been over the last few months. What's your feel for for how how the fans are as a as a group now? So I know there's a lot of splintering, and you know you see bits on social media and, and clicks and what have you. Has the last couple of days sort of brought everybody round to one way of thinking about about the club, and has that that sort of side of of the of the, the two sides sort of warring against each other? Has that sort of gone back into the background now? Now that things are so stark about you know this is an existential threat to your club is it is it now more of a a firmer united front so to speak yeah i think so i think it, it probably happened in two stages it happened on monday um when when um uh, the tweet from um the iron brew uh twitter page went out uh, regarding the banner order the kind of screenshot of that um that's on like 5.6 million views or something ridiculous um uh, that was kind of the start and people think actually wait a minute if this guy's banning fans for no reason there's got to be something wrong uh, and obviously fast forward after that whole media storm there into uh, into towards the end of the week with with the kind of admission that we're going to be moving to Gainsborough um and obviously the funding has been immediately withdrawn um and i think those two things for probably 98% of the scumpot fan base uh, has dropped a lot of scales from eyes um plastered a lot of egg on faces um and things like that um so i think that it, it's a very much united the fan base it, to be aware that the club is is on the abyss or the on the edge of the abyss at the moment um and the reason for that at the moment is because david hilton's withdrawn his funding withdrawn his funding and, and seemingly dislocated himself from the club yeah because you know watching Watching from afar and, you know, not having the emotions of it being my football club, it's all seemed a little bit ridiculous. Um, do you think it's just a, a case of some people it was anybody but Swan and that that sort of narrative has, has held support for Hilton Anderson-White for, I don't know if he hyphenates those or what have you. Um, do you think that's held the support for him for quite a while just because it's it's not Swan? Yeah, it's been it's been very difficult um, to, to kind of make clear messages because there's so much noise in the background for Swan. Like very early on, we were kind of the podcast 
the Ambry podcast was kind of conflated with Swan and saying because we used to interview him, that means that we're still kind of we're sort of mates with him. Complete nonsense, of course. We only interviewed him because he wouldn't talk to Humberside. He, we were the only people who talked to, so we were trying to provide this content. Um, you know, I, I, he actually had a go at me on a podcast for um, comparing him to Fenty. So there you go. You know, um, <clears throat> he did not like that. Um, but anyway. Um, I, um, oh, yeah, I, I, remember, I, was, I remember that clip. Yeah. I was listening to that. I was in my caravan on the fitties, and I and I was sat there, and I thought, "You wait, pal." Can you, you sound you less Grimsby there, Mike? Bloody hell! <laughs> but less Yorkshire. I was, I was on me 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 de- me holiday to to Cleethorpes. I came for weeks there came for, for the day. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I listened to that, and I thought, "You just wait," because the, the writing was on the wall for a while. So I, I I just think there's been a massive rupture at your club, which meant you know the fans haven't been united and that sort of allowed a little bit of this to happen um and i you know again watching from afar i've seen the stuff you guys have put out and you know the things we've seen i just thought it's it's ridiculous how people haven't cottoned on to this quicker um but i suppose when you're when you're involved in it at the coalface sort of thing you don't necessarily see the bigger picture that others might do perhaps yeah it it, it was a difficult one we, we, we took quite a lot of um i wouldn't call it abuse but um flack if you like um just because of, of of all the situation and we were kind of asking questions of, of Hilton in in a very kind of civilized way you know we like why is he doing it like this and stuff like that that you know there was absolutely no abuse or anything like that it was all conducted in the correct way um and then um we'd obviously get flat from scunny fans and, and stuff like that saying you know you're still swans mates which is complete nonsense and also um kind of you know it it, it, it was difficult but I don't. I thought people would have been more aware to it just because um, we went through this whole thing with Swan. Um, you know, early on in Swan's yeah. tenure, people were very behind him. He was putting money into the club. We were doing really well in the league, and then once he started to withdraw that funding, and it started to go downhill really, really fast. Um, and then obviously, there's a lot of stuff that came out about um, kind of the gambling stuff and stuff like that. Um, but um, you know, so it yeah, it was like that. And then we're like, well, you know, actually, we've got another owner coming in we're not quite sure about his past we think he's 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 kind of done time for fraud we think he's changed his name four or five times and people just weren't interested do you know what i mean we we're trying to say just be careful because look what happened before surely you're kind of a little bit more sensitive to these kind of owners coming in but unfortunately that wasn't the case and, and up until kind of maybe a week ago people were very very much behind hilton and it was do you know what it's a real weird one that night because we were you know i don't we, we've been really interested in the Scunny thing for, for far too long. And um, uh, one of the things when, when Hilton came on board was we had a couple of messages from people connected in, you know, the local area, should we say, say, look, just be careful of this guy because, you know, don't criticize too wild, widely um, because, you know, there are rumors, rumors abound. And it's just amazing that nothing ever came of it. And that was when he first joined. It was, it's incredible <clears> that a, you know, whoever it is that does the fit and proper person's test is allowing, you know, such a cursory glance of a person to run a, a community asset. It's quite astounding, really. And I guess I know uh, your ban has been rescinded, if I'm right. Is that right? No, that's not correct. I'm still banned okay, from fine. the club. Yeah. Okay, fine. And then there was another one that I heard, which is a person who runs a popular, um, you know, tinfoil hat Facebook group who's been quite you know vociferous on 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 um on social media has he been banned as well because i heard that today as well so if, just look, herbert yeah you know. if you're referring to jason herbert um yeah. 
Uh, yeah, I, I believe he's being banned um, at nice. the moment. He says he's not. Um, and this, by the way, uh, I don't know what we want to say about this. I, I don't want to talk to Whatever you're about, comfortable with, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Herbert, a very strange guy. He tried to dox me and reveal my personal details just because he thought that I had something to do with some abuse Hilton's daughter received on the Iron Brew forum. <laughs> on the, on the, to do yeah, on the forum, yeah. Mm. And, you, you know, you've got to yeah. moderate it. That's all. You're not responsible for the posts. And, you know, Rob Sedgwick, exactly. who runs the Fisher here, is, you know, nodding manically because he also had run-ins with former owners as a result and tried to close down the page and the like. Yeah. Well, we've um, we've had similar kind of run-ins in, in the past with, with previous owners um, because of that. Um and yeah, so it was weird. So he kind of used that, I believe, as the excuse to ban myself and, and Matt Blanchard, who is who is my who is the guy who runs the website and also yeah, on the podcast as well. Um, so yeah, the whole thing's been it's been a complete fucking circus. Excuse my language. <laughs> no, no. I've never seen anything hey, like it. We you can't follow both of our clubs without using a fucking f word on this podcast. <laughs> Don't you worry about that. My God, what do you think we were doing in 2019 when you lived on a you know? A, a pleasured and we lived on a cursed island and Van Veen somehow scored uh, wow. with the only shot of the game. But there we I go. I was there, mate. That's one of the best things I've ever seen live. Well, I'm glad we've got something <laughs> for you to hold on to. <laughs> we'll make you a mug. Uh, we, but... we had the whole of COVID, didn't we? We had the whole of COVID, though, to enjoy our last visit to Scunthorpe. That was it. The one, was it Billy Clark, Bruce, drinking whatever the hell was in that coffee cup? It was the last game, wasn't it? Of the it was the last game before COVID, and it was the, the easy. It probably was a sign of where their club were going. To be fair, it was the easiest two 0 away win in a derby you were ever gonna you ever gonna get. Um, I was, but, and we uh, were just going. Nothing can go wrong now. Holloway's yeah, we've amazing. Got Holloway, we've got Holloway. Everything's good. Sorry, go on. Kept the ginger pig, didn't he? <laughs> yes, he did. That but, was very funny. Uh, but <laughs> does um, I mean? I've sort of been listening to what you've been saying, and uh, you know, I've read I've read a bit about what's going on, and kept a sort of abreast of it on social media. Um, it is since it all started to go wrong. Is is it not that Swans just wanted the land anyway? Is it, it, you um, know, is it it's long to, is it from the outside looking in? You know, he transferred the ground obviously as a as a a few years ago to his cool silk or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. You know. The fact, the fact that he did that to secure against the money that he, the club owed him because he obviously wildly invested his family's money. Um, did he not, you know, if he took the ground as a as a sort of, it was basically, you know, that was his that was his money. He wasn't getting his money back, but he took the he's got the land, hasn't he? And is it not really that he probably chose a charlatan to sell to because he probably knew this might happen and that. There would never be the whatever million that he needed to come up with for the land. So Swan's got the land that he wants anyway. Or am I wildly wrong with that? Uh, I mean, there's some truth to that. Um, and, and I honestly think that Peter Swan regrets selling to David Hilton. I, I, I 100% believe that. Um, and yeah, I think that, well, I mean, obviously there was some there was some planned development um, on, on the, the surrounding land of Glanford Park for flats and things like that as part of the redevelopment of the ground when everybody was on. It's now, isn't it? They're going to so build again? a hospital. They're going to build a hospital on the other side of the road, aren't they? I'm not sure about that, mate. <laughs> oh, okay. You might be right. I'll, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll be I'll be very quiet then. <laughs> That's all right. I know, I know Sam, was, Sam, Sam follows of... that. No. No, they, they were going to put some... It. 
Um, they were going to put some NHS provision for some things on the land, but I don't think there was going to be a hospital built. I definitely read the hospital thing, Alex, in like online somewhere. So, <laughs> thanks, mate. Was it, but was we've it got a lad the, from Scorn each saying that he's not heard anything about it. I'm not sure that we're the best uh, placed either to sort of. Could you imagine? Can you imagine now that the... scum, this is Scumthorpe? Can you imagine the 35 page thread there would be on the fishy if this was anything town? They've never said this on the rival podcast that it's going to be sold to a hospital. But yeah, um, it's, it's do you know what, Matt? I, I rivalries aside, because I, I've always thought, you know, the best thing to have is us, you know, we all were, we're in the championship for fucking ages and no one came and joined us. Uh, so we came down to you lot, you know, trying to find Hull, Scunny, and Lincoln, you know, pissed off. <laughs> but. But um, it's it's such a dire situation. And I guess, you know, we were looking at stupid things like, you know, the transport to try and get to Gaines because we both know what it's like to live in the middle of nowhere, like in terms of getting public transport anywhere. I guess the question is now is how fans are going to be able to cope with that and whether or not it's even going to go through because Gainsborough came out and said that it had been agreed, not been agreed, then had been agreed. Do we know what else is there? Yeah, it, it, I think... I don't know if sorry. Been a, a, <laughs> Literally a every of... every question that you will get has, it starts now with a sigh. No, it's all right. Yeah, sorry about that, mate. Um, <laughs> no issue. Yeah, just think... just a situation. <laughs> yeah. But, I, yeah. I, I okay. Think, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I believe that the original deal to uh, Grand Share with Gainsborough was done. I might be wrong. Uh, done under one chairman for Gainsborough, and then since all this shit's happened, the chairman's changed. Um, so I think there was a little bit of confusion there. Um, and then obviously Gainsborough put another tweet out saying something else, like just to clarify it. Again, it's, it's still that we've heard nothing official from the club since saying we're moving to Gainsborough. So nothing's been cleared up. There's been no, how is it going to work logistically for season tickets? You know, is there going to be enough seats? Um, yeah, not this, to this mention, it's an entirely yeah. new police force. It's not like just Humberside are moving from one location to another. You're having to now mm. work with Lincolnshire Police, who, you know, only have to do a couple of country fairs every now and then, and occasionally <laughs> have to look after three people from Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <clears throat> it's um, it's weird, and and I think that was the red line for a lot of Scunny fans saying we're moving to Gainsborough. Um, so we move away from Glenford Park. It's just like, why, why even bother? You know, it's not really the football club anymore. Um, so... Yeah, I, I, I still don't. I'm not com completely convinced that, that that's actually going to go ahead and happen. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. We don't know. There's been nothing from the club on it. Uh, there's been no clarity. There's been no clarity. Anything. People are getting really worried. You know, um, looking for refunds to the season tickets and stuff like that. And they've just been kind of stonewalled by the club. Um, you know, that's not the fault of the staff who work there. It's the fault of the owner who's just disappeared. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, it, it's it's. You know, it's dire, isn't it? Look, we don't know what happens after the Brackley game on Saturday. Sorry, that's being billed as the last game at Glanford Park, but we don't know what that means after that. But we just hope that in that kind of in-between period, somebody's going to come and buy the club because it needs to be done uh, pretty pretty quickly before we have to start selling players off and stuff like that. But like, at this point, you know, we, we wanted to get up. We wanted to get promoted from National League North. As long as the club survives to the end of the season, I don't care what happens, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? That's where we are now, obviously. Yeah, of course. Um, and so the crowdfunder is still live. You can go to the Iron Brew website. And I guess, you know, it's also on social media. If you haven't, uh, you know, donated, we'll put it in a link to the podcast notes and we'll put it up as well uh, on Twitter too. Matt, yeah, the best way to find it. Sorry, Matt. Yeah, the best way to find it, I'd just kind of Google it and just 
type in support for Scum 39 staff and it will pop straight up. Um, you shouldn't have a problem finding it. But yeah, like my, my thanks um, to uh, Grimsby fans who've, who've been kind of retweeting and sharing, but also Grimsby, Grimsby fans who's been, um, you know, donating to this. It's it's really, really uh, kind of heartwarming. Um, and and Scunthorpe fans won't forget that, I, I guarantee it. And um, thank you to your um, co-owners as well, who have both put £500 in each, um, which is ironically more than our chairman's actually put in so there we go so you know thank you for to those guys as well do you know what matt we we hope it's you know it's going to come all out you're going to come out of this absolutely fine and we'll find ourselves in the league one day and we will not let you forget it don't you worry (laughs) (laughs) and you know we can't we will see you at the next shareholders meeting yeah (laughs) could you imagine just a load of down fans going (laughs) come down i'm sure there was some grimsby fans in uh in glover park yesterday in solidarity I've been told that quite reliably, quite oh, reliably. Nice. So you know that's quite something, isn't it? Yeah, probably absolutely. scouting some of the youth players out. To be honest, I don't yeah, mind. Definitely. I don't mind drawing the. I don't mind donating, but, that, but I'd draw the line at actually visiting that place without town playing there. To be fair, <laughs> Bruce, <it's> <laughs> that place. <laughs> the animosity yeah, no, still the, there in it, Bruce. No, I, I, I can I can care for the fans, but I still don't care for the club. I uh, do you know what I'm just like the idea that you know there should have been some scunny fans yesterday that made like. Going in, screwdrivers and about going, I'm fucking taking my seat home. I'm not having anyone else let have this bloody thing. It's mine. I'm taking it back. Uh, but all I'll tell you, Matt, is I helped make the sign once. And what what did it used to be? A, it wasn't, was it Brick Con or was it Doncas? It was a big old ab- above the terrace. Uh, yeah, it used, to, it used to call it Doncaster Road. I mean, we still call it the Donny Road End. It used to be, it, it's changed names so often, I can't even remember. It's a new sponsor or, every year. All I remember is that we, we did the sign and it said up the Mariners underneath it, is that all I could remember. Oh, okay, but, right, yeah. Yeah, we I'm just call it sure. the away end. <laughs> it's, changed, it's changed names more than the owner. It has, yeah. yeah. Matt, thank you very much. I know you're in demand and we're just, you know, wasting your time. So um, thank you very much. Good luck with it all, and we'll be all following quite closely. Thank you very much. No, no. Open wide for some soccer! And now the shipping forecast issued by the Met Office on behalf of the Maritime and Coast Guard Agency at 1130. Go! At 1130. I don't think I've ever wanted to be on a stand more than my life, and they are going crazy. Yeah, they got fancy here, they've been fish flying about there. There's no tomorrow. What a magnificent piece of football! A really, really good job! You can't make it straight for that!